This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Larry Hardesty, what's going on, my friend? How was your weekend? I saw a lot of bad baseball this weekend, my friend. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. It's catching. Oh, it's like a man. virus. So I, I know that I'm – Gordon, I know that my owner tells me this is the way it's got to be. Mm-hmm. I know we're building through the farm system. Yeah. The minor leagues, I know it's got to get better. I know you've even encouraged me. Keep losing. The more you lose, the better it is. Oh, it's awful to watch, Gordon. I, oh, it's, it's it's brutal to live oh, through. Yeah, God. it's brutal to go through it when you're sitting down. And, oh. and not that you're expecting some winning streak or something like that, but you'd like to be entertained. You'd like to enjoy watching the on-field product of your team. And, and I know we, we've talked about how Met fans have largely been on board with the plan to sell off before the trade deadline. Uh, it certainly seems like the guys left on the team, they're also on board with the future and, and making sure that the farm system <laughs> is improved. Yeah, they're doing their best. They're doing their best. They're doing everything they can, Larry. I mean, wow. I, they, that was a, a rough road trip, but uh, we'll see if the game gets back underway tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's going to be a rough couple of months here. And, and you know, it, it's crazy to think, because I know Yankee fans are not happy with their team, and I understand why. But, Gordon? You look at these two teams since the decision to mm-hmm. sell and not buy at the deadline, the Mets have gone south. I mean, the, the, the Yankees are at least entertaining. At least. Yeah. Well, at least. Uh, they're trying, right? Yeah. Uh, they're not very good, but they are trying. The Mets have decided, uh, it it's seems over. like. <laughs> yeah, it's over, and we're not going to try. <laughs> You're never going to make it. I'm not even going to try. Uh, gonna it does try. not seem like they're they, – they seem like they've cashed in the chips on the season. And, and look, I, I would think that a sell-off like the Mets had, where they were the most active team selling pieces off, not that t- guys are saying I'm quitting on the season, but there has to be some psychological impact of, like, this has been such a terrible season, and now we, even the organ, it, it's clear to everybody. You can't put a happy face on it. Everybody knows we're going no place but just to the end of the schedule. Yeah, and it's got to be – and listen, you give credit to Alonzo tonight, a couple of home runs. You know, he, he's going to be Pete Alonzo. You know, uh, maybe you should sign him. Just, 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 <laughs> maybe you should sign him. Just, just a little hint to management. I think you might want to keep this guy. Uh, but, but Gordon, I mean, as a competitor, I mean, it's not like it's September. It's no. August. Yeah, and early and it's August. over. Yeah. yeah. It's August, what, 7th, right? Yeah. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a lot of August left. Trust me, my <laughs> kids and my wife, they want August to last for – they are squeezing every drop out of August. And you're pushing the gas button. On oh, I can't wait to get this. Uh, can we, what, <laughs> can we start this school – can we be like the Midwest and start on like August 10th? <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? I know it's off time. Who thinks sending kids back to school in like the middle of August is a good idea? Yeah, but they got out in May. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They, they screwed up the schedule somehow. It's ridiculous. School starts in September. Everybody yeah. knows that. But yeah, it does. It's supposed to. It's yeah. supposed to. Unfortunately, the baseball seasons, I don't think we're going to make September this year. No, I don't think so. important baseball. I really don't. Uh, and, as if, and see, here's the other thing. And I'm not saying that this is – this is indicative of the Mets minor league system, mm-hmm. and is he's not done yet. But Gordon, to see how Brett Beatty started, yeah, and to see how he's ended, and they send him down. and And let me just say this: 
he's got to be pretty messed up, Gordon, because he's they're not going anywhere. They could keep him here. Well, I mean, this is just a real-time view of what prospects look like. Yep. You know, people think, oh, we're going to call this guy. I've heard this guy's name for so long. He's going to come up, and he's going to be awesome right away, and this guy's going to be good, and that guy's going to be good, and this guy. It doesn't work that way. No. It doesn't. Take, take a look at how long it took Alvarez to kind of figure things out. Yep. And he's the one piece that you'd say, all right, yeah, that, that guy, he's going to be good for a long time. But Vientos has not done anything of real note. Beatty nope. has been shaky. Um, uh, the, the kid that's down there now, what's his name? Mercurial? Mercurial? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercurial. You know, he has not come up as of yet. Ronnie Mercurial. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm screwing up how to pronounce it. That's but, okay. I mean, we've heard about him for forever. So it's not, it's not a clear-cut thing where all these guys that you got in all these trades are mm-hmm. all going to be uh, superstars. So – that's what it generally looks like. There's generally a feeling out process, and you hope for Brett Beatty's point, his future, that he does figure it out. But he would not be the first highly touted name to come up, flop, go back to the minor leagues, and maybe never really figure it out. No, nope. you're right. So that's the concern. And then, Gordon, I just, I, <laughs> I just don't know what it is. I mean, Cashman and free agent pitchers. I don't know. I think that's going to be the name of his second book. My luck with free agent pitchers as the Yankee GM. Oh it my is, gosh. It's unbelievable how bad his record is. We suck. I mean, I mean Rodon, Gordon, he's been awful. Awful. He's been awful. And now he's back on the IL. And you know what? It's a good thing because he's been awful anyway. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> they have so many awful pitchers right now. And that's basically what the, the if the Yankees are ever going to make a run this year with this team as con- currently constructed they basically need their pitchers to go out there and give up no runs yeah. they have to basically pitch like Garrett Cole is pitching tonight don't give up any runs because it's going to take a, a a miracle for us to score more than two or three runs and unfortunately they're just loaded up with guys who are just not very good right now i mean yeah. severino's been terrible Rodon is, I mean, could you have had a work? There was a lot of big money thrown around last offseason, and a lot of it has turned out to be money poorly spent. Mm -hmm. Is there a signing worse than Carlos Rodon? He misses half the season. He comes back. He pitches one time that was good, and every other time he's stunk. He's been terrible. You know who he looks like? He looks like Carl Pavano, too. We just had that. Joe and I were just having that conversation, Gordon. But uh, listen, Pavano had Pavano had a couple of wins. Rodon hasn't. No, he's done nothing. <laughs> now, now Rodon has a higher pedigree, and you would think you know he's had more success than 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 Pavano had before he got. Mm-hmm. But that's what he looks like right now. The guy's he always does. hurt. Yeah, he's always been hurt in his career. You sign him after he's coming off career highs and in innings and strikeouts. Wow, what a shock! He ends up getting hurt again. So yeah. That out of all the bad free agent signing, there were a lot of bad money Lots. spent this past off season. Lots. That right now would have to be right near the top, if not number one. The Carlos Rodon signing, an absolute bomb of a signing by Brian Cashman. And how many years? Six. <laughs> I'm sorry. Five and a half now. <laughs> I think I think you can cross off this year. Let's go with five from now on. I don't th- I don't know whether we'll see. I, I know they say it's a minor thing. No, that's not minor. Because it'll no. be something else. He's going through spring training right now. Although, can I be honest with you? 
hand, hand in the air. I'll be honest with you. As bad as he looked yesterday, I would have faked the injury and got out of there too. He well, was on, you couldn't do it. He couldn't miss bats, Gordon. Doesn't he couldn't it, aim it any better? Doesn't it just feel like with the Yankees, there's just a, an endless list of guys who's like, let's just wrap it up for this year and, yeah, and, and start exactly. again next year. Between yeah. between Stanton and between Judge and between Rodon. It just feels like with all these guys, it's like, you know what? It's just not happening this year. No. Let's mm-hmm. try again next year. Let's rest up, get healthy in the offseason, and be ready to go for spring training. Can't you say, well, Montas, isn't he due to come back soon? Oh, no. He's a free agent after this year. We're not, we're not, the, the Frankie Mont- and I'm sure next year when he does come back with his other team, he'll throw a two-hit shutout at the stadium. I'm telling you, Cashman's third book should be, I'm not dealing with Oakland. I don't want any players from Oakland. Oh, None. Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't learn their lessons. Yeah. They don't learn their lessons. They just, they just stick to their guns. That's, that's their way of explaining it away. No, no. Well, this, I'm sure if they have a, when they have a press conference after the season mm-hmm. and say, let's Rodon, let's say Rodon stinks the rest of the year, no matter what, if he pitches, if he doesn't pitch, whatever, yes. they will ask him, Hey, what about Rodon's first? Oh, I'd still make that. I'd still make that signing. Absolutely. Oh, no, absolutely. I'd still make that signing. Every move, everything they do, even when it's clear, it's yeah. wrong. They will yep. stick to their guns. Not it was the right decision at the time. Sending John uh, Carlos Stanton when he's carrying oh, a no. piano on his back, rounding third. Now it was the right call. He can't run, guys. Oh, oh anybody should be. It was two outs. We have to send him there. Why? He can't score from there. He was out by so much. He didn't even slide. No, he can't slide. I don't think no. he can slide. Well, if he can't run, it's kind of hard to slide. If it, if you're not running and you you try to slide, that's just falling down. Yeah, well, that's what he did when he hit the home plate a couple of weeks ago. He just fell down the home plate. Boom. I'm done. Boom. What a team. It is. It's this is this is not the year we thought it was going to be in baseball in New York. This is not. That's for sure. Not. Very disappointing. one 800 919 We'll come back and take your calls next on 987 ESPN. Lose and put me out of my misery. This is ESPN New York tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. ESPN. Uh, So I was in the backyard, and I'm I'm looking around. I noticed a lot of bees, Mm -hmm. a lot of bees Uh flying around. So uh, the detective that I was, I watched, and they're flying into this one bush in the backyard. And uh, I go into the bush, and there's a big wasp's nest in the the thing. So I said, well, I got to get rid of that. Uh-oh. So um, I, I didn't no. Google it ahead of time, Larry. Mm-hmm. I probably should have Googled it ahead of time because when I did Google the steps that you take to get rid of a wasp's nest. First thing said do it at night. Yeah, that, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't follow any of the rules. I did the opposite of all the rules. I did it in the middle of the daytime. Uh-huh. So I, I said, I got to get it. It was like attached to like a branch. I said, let me get uh, something to stick in there. Yes. And I could knock it off that branch. Yeah. So my son throws the javelin. He's got a javelin in the garage. I'm tripping over it all the time. I said, let me put this to some use. Mm-hmm. So I tried, you know, when you stick your arm out holding like a long pole, mm-hmm. it, it's a little unsteady. Yes. So as I went to swing and, and knock it off the thing to kind of knock it down, I punctured the side of it. Uh-oh. Yeah, the, bee, the, the wasps did not, did not enjoy that. Do, do they know you by name now? Well, they know they know parts of my body. I can tell you that. 
because one of them got me. I didn't realize that wasps can sting you multiple times. Mm. I thought it was like bees. You know, they sting you the one time, rips off yeah. the stinger, away you go. Yeah. No, 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 they can sting you multiple times. Also, when they sting you, itchy as hell. Oh, yes, my God. Oh, it's like, so that was one part of the weekend uh-huh. in the backyard. I, mm-hmm. I'm still dealing with that. My wife has uh, suggested that we get just an exterminator to come in and take care of it. I said, no, now it's personal. Yes. Now, yes. now they have my blood. So now this is, this is a war. Uh-huh. And I will, I will take care of it one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I was dealing with that. And then I, I noticed that like, not just my back was itchy, but my legs were itchy. Apparently, we have some poison ivy on the property someplace that I'm not aware of either. So uh-huh. as I'm looking for a new hobby, I think I'm still looking is what I'm saying here. So, Gordon, um, and we get to the calls in a second. So, Gordon, back, oh, when Joe Leo was just a young man, uh-huh. um, we were asked to work together. Yes. Right? And, uh, you know, this person who unfortunately is no longer with, no longer with the company. So, you know, I think you guys would be great together. You work together, you know. And, Gordon, as we have worked together, mm-hmm. it is amazing that we live parallel lives. <laughs> so, um, in the backyard here, uh-huh. there was a growing bunch of leaves on the fence. Okay. And Jeanette says, please, can you clean that up? It just looks horrible. It just looks right. Really of ridiculous. course. All right. So, I go out there with the trimmer. Mm-hmm. Trimmed the leaves and everything, you know, pulled all the stuff down the ground, pull it all out. And um, this is a couple of days ago, Gordon. And then when I come in and get in the shower, I have red spots on my oh. legs and arms. Right away. Right away. So apparently we have poison ivy back here, too. And they will tell you that the, the poison ivy does not grow in New Jersey. That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I don't know what it is, but it's it's something it's it's the poison ivy adjacent, in the words of uh, Peter Rosenberg, yes. because uh, it's it's the, the same. So now I'm on steroids. I'm like Barry yes. Bonds, Larry. Yes, I gotta, I gotta so get am I. Up. So am I. The clear. From yes, the clear. yes. <laughs> I got the cream. We'll see which one works better. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. The moral of the story: uh, get a landscaper and an exterminator before you go in there, or at least Google it. Or at least Google to see what you should do first, Gordon. In your case, yeah, uh, you know, n- never, never bother, never bother the bees in the daytime. Always wait until nighttime. Oh, well, after the show's over tonight, I'm going back out there with the jab. Nah, and 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 you're going out there with a, uh, what are you going out there with a, a can of oh. Henry Boone's about to take another. Yeah. Night oh off. yeah. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> he he's he's long. had enough of this nonsense yeah. too. He doesn't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> he's just gonna get thrown out for no reason. He's pointing. This is it goes right here. This is, oh, I'm going to draw the line. Oh, got a little Lou Pinella. Go, Aaron, <laughs> all the umpire has to say, Aaron, your team is one for 50 with runners in scoring position. How can the balls and strikes be the issue here? You've wa- they've walked the bases loaded multiple uh-huh. times. What yep. are you talking about? Oh, man. I give, I give him credit. I give him credit. He's, he's out there fighting for his guy. Oh, he's, 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 he's showing more fight than they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Oh it's very God. entertaining. He's got life. If he's going down, he's going down fighting. I tell, I tell you that, Gordon. If he's going down, he's going down swinging. Uh, and I will go on record as, as saying this on uh, April 7th. I know that the feeling is when the season ends, no matter how this season goes, there's not mm-hmm. going to be any changes. Cashman will be back. Boone will be back. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know about Boone. 
I don't know I think about that Gordon. That, I think He's that's still lamb. yeah. There's gonna happen if the, if this really goes off the rails, and they finish under 500 for yep. the first time since 1992, and right now they're 58 and 54, yeah, and they're losing to the lowly White Sox. Yes, and they've got Atlanta later in the week. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna have to be somebody who pays the price for that, even for the Yankees. Yep. No question about it. No question about it. Especially since you set a precedence by getting rid of your hitting coach already. <laughs> right. That poor guy. <laughs> oh, everything has been upward and onward. Where's Sean Casey? I've not seen Sean Casey smile anytime lately. Oh, unbelievable. Tommy's in Long Island. Tommy, start us off on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, you got me? Yep, yes, we got Tommy. you, Tommy. Uh, uh, it's Tommy in Connecticut, though. Oh, okay. I mean, hey, listen, I, lo- I, I, love, I love Long Island. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, Tommy. Talk to us. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. How we doing, boys? So, listen, uh, you know, Stanton running around third the other day. It, it, and I'm sure, uh, Gordon, you got kids that probably watch movies. You remember the Buzz Lightyear line? You know, I'm not flying. I'm, I'm falling with style. Yeah. That, that was him. That, that was it's just like, uh, that's, that's all I got. It's just, it's just, it's just terrible. It's the Yankees. Um, it's the Yankees run towards a, a playoff spot. They're going at about the same speed. At least Stanton was moving forward. Yankees is one step forward, one step back. So, and to be honest with you, I don't really blame Stanton in that spot if that's all he's got because he has had so many leg injuries and so many times on the IL. To me, that has to be on the third base coach. You have to know that this is the slowest guy that you have on the team, and no, he can't score on a base right. hit to you, center that time. So You, you cannot. You cannot send cannot him. Send him. We, we, we figured out. Let, you know, we, we play it out. Let's, let's see. Could, could he have scored? No. It was a bad throw. It was up the line, and he was out by a mile. It was not, Thanks, it was not a close play at all. No, I mean, it's, it's All right, a, and, and then I got, I got a question for you, Gordon. How how big is the wasp nest? Uh, it is not quite as big as a basketball, but it's bigger than a volleyball. Oh, oh! So, I know you're a big you're a big TikTok guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I and saw that the, about the gasoline. Yes. Did yes. You see those? Yeah. If people don't know what we're talking about, if you, well, you, about, if you get it, yeah, like a container of gasoline and you hold it underneath the nest. The, the fumes or the vapors from the gasoline kill all the wasps and they fall into it. Problem is you need something on top of it. You need like a ledge. You need it to be like on a ledge. It's built underneath something where there's a flat surface that it's, it's in a bush. So I can't really – trust me, I've thought about oh, setting the bush yeah, on no, fire. Yeah, but you're, uh, we'll get you're to that stuck stage between later. a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, also, I, watching this Yankee game, is that is that Angel Hernandez behind the plate again? Because Laz some of Diaz. these strike calls. Diaz. Oh, uh, no, just as good. It's, it's it's just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't blame. I don't know. I didn't see the call that they were arguing about here, but I, I if, if you know the name of the umpire in baseball, like if exactly. the name is readily available to you and you know that, it's almost always because they're terrible. Well, that, that's, right. well that's what that's what that's what Rick always says. When he when he would argue with uh, referees in the hockey games, he goes, "No one's here to see you." Right. Yeah. Right, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks yeah, Tommy. Thanks, in. man. Um, 
Yeah, I, I did not. I'll have to go back and kind of, uh, you know, I'm watching it uh, as we're doing the show. So I did not see. I just saw all this. You know, it's not like the anything the Yankees are doing are drawing my attention. Of course not. <laughs> so but, so but I did, came in late and just saw Boone yelling. But. It was pretty good to hear him because they showed the replay. It was pretty good. He, he asked Laz, what the are you doing? And he comes <laughs> out there and he says, the pitch is, he draws a line. The pitch is over here. And he, and he imitates him with the, stri- with the, out, the strikeout call. Pretty good. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to go, you might as well get your you money. You may as well pay, go down fighting, right? You might as well. You might as well. When we return, Gordon and I will talk a little football. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. Bees! Bees in the car! Bees everywhere! God, they're huge! They're ripping my flesh off! This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. AFC East are your Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Uh, that That's a trendy pick this year. I've seen people say that the Dolphins uh, could uh, get to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I've seen some people picking them to even go to the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Those are people who have not lived my experience. And I can tell you right now, those things will not happen. And, okay. and, and, it's, and it's not just the negativity of fandom that I'm, I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Tell me a, a good team in the NFL whose quarterback situation is more uh, fraught with just disaster right around the corner yeah. than the Dolphins. I mean, yeah. how, how anybody coming in, into a se- in the offseason, we were actually questioning whether or not Tua should retire mm-hmm. because of the amount of concussions and the amount of punishment he has, uh, he has undergone in his short NFL career. So. Uh, if you tell me that two was going to be healthy for all 17 games plus, mm-hmm. then 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 you have an argument. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but I, I just don't see any way that that's possible. Guys got hurt at every level of football, basically. Yeah. Well, he's due. <laughs> Is that how it works? He's due to have you a think one of these years the Yankees due. are due to have a healthy season, but uh, that doesn't that doesn't. By the way, I went back and looked. That was strike three. The 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 pitch that that Boone was arguing about. Uh huh. It was strike three. Yeah, he was tired of watching. He wanted to go home. Yep. He wanted to go home. Get me out of here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I get it. I get it. The Jets had their first preseason game, Gordon, against uh, Cleveland. It is so funny. Wow, you know the improvement with Zach Wilson. Look, he hit that. I'm stop. Come on. Stop. I mean, Stop. are we doing this? Stop. Is this what we're doing? I saw that. Just I, one I, or two people, not not a bunch of folks. Just one I, or two. I, I watched his snaps because you know I knew that that was going to be the story of the game afterwards. And you see the headlines, the takeaways <laughs> of Zach Wilson's, what you need to know about Zach Wilson. Here's all you need to know, and it was true before the game. It was true after the game. If Zach Wilson is being relied on in any way, the Jets are screwed. That's it. Season's That's all over. you need to know. Season's over. Season's over. It's over. And, 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 and not just the season's over. Some people's run with the New York Jets might be over, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, so there's several calls I got yesterday, Gordon, who are folks who, who think that I'm, I may be, like, kind of anti-Sala. Mm-hmm. And I'm not anti-Sala. I'm just saying that the chances are. If, everything, if, if they don't get to where they need to go, for example, if they somehow don't get to a postseason, mm-hmm. he's not coming back. No. That would have been three consecutive years under his watch that they have not gotten to the postseason, and it would be 14 straight. 
He's not coming back. It, whether And it's unfortunate. Is, is it his fault or whatnot? It may not be. But he's going to get the blame for it. He just is. Yeah. If, if there's somebody that's going to be the first one to take the hit. Now, I don't know necessarily that it should be his fault. I don't think it should be. Uh, I don't know. It could be, right? If the defense all of a sudden takes a huge step back from where it was last year at times where it looked like you had all these young pieces and, mm-hmm. and Quinn and Williams is wreaking havoc and you're getting after the quarterback and Sauce is doing his thing and Reed and all these guys. If that's the case, if they all take a step back and they're not as good as we thought they were coming into the season, well, then, yes, that's absolutely on him because mm-hmm. he's the, the, you know, I know he's not the defensive coordinator, but he's the defensive head coach. He's the head coach of the team. And um, and away you go. But yep. if it's on the offense, are we really going to blame Robert Sala if for some reason the offense doesn't fire? We're going to blame Aaron Rodgers? I, I mean, it would have to be on him. And it would have to be – it would also kind of have to be on the GM because the reason you're in the position you're in where you had to hand over the reins to, to, to Aaron Rodgers to do whatever he wants – is because the GM screwed up the second pick in the draft, and now yep. you were left with no options. Yep. It's true. But I, but I think Robert Sala is going to be the one that's going to pay the price. Yeah, you're probably right. And you're, and you're right. It's not fair, but I think he's going to be the one. Because at least Joe Douglas does have successes on his resume, right? He yeah. did pick Sauce Gardner. He did pick uh, Garrett Wilson. So uh, he has you know some hits in the draft where you can point to. If this year doesn't go well, what would Robert Sala point to as a success of his tenure? The defense. <laughs> that, would, that would be the only yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, but Building I defense. mean, you could you could make the argument that what has he done to get them to be better than what they like? It feels like Sauce Gardner came into the league. He was the fourth pick in the draft. He was great mm-hmm. right away. It was yeah. that because of Robert Sala. Was that because Sauce Gardner is just a great transcendent player? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he's. Su- in other words, you pick him that high, he's supposed to be good. Right, he's exactly. He's supposed to make an immediate impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all you did was not get in his way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it, I mean, if you're, if you're drawing up the list of candidates, right, it would be coach, it would be GM, it would be quarterback, maybe it could be coordinators to a certain extent yeah. if, if the season goes wrong. You know, year three, you've not made the playoffs. I have to see what it looks like, but yeah, mm-hmm. with as much expectations as the Jets have this year, if it's not a playoff year, somebody, at least one, maybe more, yeah. at yeah. least one is going to pay the price. And if you had to have the betting odds on who that would be, it would seem pretty a pretty good bet that it would be the head coach. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, that's the way things go. You know, mm-hmm. listen, uh, somebody's got to take the blame. And, and he's got – I think he – Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he get a four-year or a five-year deal when he signed? I think it was four. I think it was five. I think it, I think it was five. So I he think would you're be, right. Yeah. So he would be going into Gordon next year, the fourth year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to make a decision on him anyway. The only thing that I would give is maybe a possible out. Mm-hmm. would be if the quarterback said, you know, the season went a certain way, the Jets didn't make the playoffs, and the quarterback who has a lot of power there, said, don't change this up. Give Mm -hmm. us one more year. Then maybe he might be saved. But I don't know that they have that kind of relationship as of yet. Well, he's, why not? He's run everything else. I mean, he's running the show, Larry. He is running the show. He's running the show. He's mayor of – He's mm-hmm. governor of New York and New Jersey. He yeah. Walks he, around. He is, he's, he's the, he's the emperor oh. of Florham Park. He is. 
and 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 beyond. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. he's just rolling along. He's mm -hmm. you know he's he's been that guy. He's been that guy. What was it like for you to watch uh, Zach Taylor going Hall of Fame this weekend? Uh, Zach Thomas, yeah, Zach it was Thomas, great. Right, uh, yeah, a great speech by him. Great, he has a great story. I mean, all these guys have great stories to overcome. You know, to get to that level to become Hall of Famers. But for him. You know, fifth-round pick, guy that was considered to be too short and couldn't do this and couldn't do that. And and what's crazy is back then they had Jack Del Rio. They had Jack yeah. Del Rio, who was a big uh, – uh, Jimmy Johnson was a big fan of Jack Del Rio. And all of a sudden you started hearing these stories about Zach Thomas, Zach Thomas, Zach Thomas, his fifth-round pick. And because of Jimmy Johnson's history with the Cowboys, you thought that he was going to be this maestro in terms of, mm. of the draft, which didn't really turn out to be the case in his time with Miami, but one that he absolutely nailed was uh, was the Zach Thomas one. Uh, so g great to see him get in. Uh, I felt like he deserved it. I felt like he deserved it even before now because you take yeah. a look at what he was able to accomplish. Uh, I know that maybe he didn't have the measurables or the scouting tape didn't jump off the – but he was a player who made plays every single week, and uh, he, I, I thought he absolutely belonged in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's no question about it. So it's a pretty good weekend for the Jets. They had a couple of guys to get into the Hall. We'll hear from them when we return. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. After the show's over tonight, I'm going back out there with the Jets. Nah, 